0: Italian wine podcast chinchin chin with Italian wine people
1: hello this is the Italian wine podcast my name is Monty Walden today's guest is Francesca Paladin. Hello. Hi, of the Casa Paladin Winery in Annone Veneto, which is in the Veneto region of northeast Italy. Family winery or family wineries? Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's start at the beginning. When was the when was Paladin founded? Or Paladin and Paladin founded or Casa Paladin? What's yeah. the correct title?
0: Casa Paladin, uh, it's the umbrella of uh, all uh, the wineries and we have uh, four different wineries. The first one was uh, Paladin, founded in 1962 by my grandfather Valentino Paladin. And then uh, we have uh, Bosco del Merlo winery, founded in the 80s, uh, also in uh, Veneto and uh, a bit in the Friuli region. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, Castelvecchi, Premiata Fattoria di Castelvecchi, which uh, was founded in uh, 2004. And we acquired it uh, in uh, 2004, but uh, it's uh, a really historic winery from uh, 1043. So uh, it has a really long history. In which region? In Tuscany. Okay,
1: yeah. which particular region?
0: In uh, Chianti Classico region. Okay. Chianti Classico area.
1: Okay, and the next one?
0: And the next one is uh, Castello Bonomi, in Lombardy, in uh, Franciacorta region.
1: Okay, is that it? That's the whole? That's uh, the whole. Okay, yeah. so how do you organize yourselves running all these different wineries and branding everything and how do we, you do it? We
0: run uh, the main thing in uh, in Veneto, we have the main offices uh, for the commercial part uh, and then uh, we produce uh, and we have uh, also other people in uh, the different regions uh, for the direct sale.
1: Okay. So the original Paladin winery, what are the main wines that you produce there?
0: Well, in uh, Paladin winery, we produce uh, Prosecco and also the typical wines of uh, the territory. So Refosco, Rabozo, and then uh, international varieties like uh, Sauvignon Blanc that adapt really well to that kind of uh, territory.
1: Okay, so what about the local grape varieties that you're working with? Are they is it useful having the local grape varieties as well as the international ones? Are you seeing any trends away from, say, Sauvignon? Any trends people are just getting going crazy for Rifosco and Ribozo?
0: They really like Refosco and uh, also Rabozo and the local varieties, uh, but also some uh, international ones uh, that uh, have uh, really different characteristics uh, in uh, our territory uh, work really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We do also Syrah a, with a double maturation on, on the grape uh, and uh, on the vine, and um, uh, also our Sauvignon Blanc, it's uh, really, really appreciated and uh, it's uh, really uh, particular.
1: Right. So what? tell me about the Syrah, the double ferment. you're talking about not, not like uh, dried grapes?
0: We dry the grape uh, directly Mm. on the plant.
1: Right, so how do you do that? Um, Do you get a hairdryer out and stand next to each bunch? No, we
0: just uh, cut uh, the bunch. Right, so
1: you cut it, to deprive it a bit of water and let it concentrate on the... And so
0: all the flavors concentrate uh, and get uh, uh, more taste and more aromas.
1: What is the wine called from this syrup with the dried grapes? It's
0: a syrup. It's uh, from the Paladin line, when we want uh, to evaluate uh, really the variety of the wine. So every uh, wine doesn't have uh, a proper name, but is just uh, the name of the variety.
1: Is it a sweet wine, the syrup?
0: No, no, it's not the sweet. The sweet one, it's uh, the Soandre.
1: Okay. So you're making a dry syrup from dried grapes, partially dried yeah, grapes. Yeah, partially
0: aren't dried grapes.
1: So how much alcohol because does it have? Because it, usually
0: uh, it's a great grows on uh, with uh, higher temperatures. Mm. And so here in Veneto we do in this way.
1: So this is a particularly hot area of the Veneto where you are?
0: Not hot, but with uh, this method uh, you collect uh, all the aromas.
1: Okay. Now what yeah. about sparkling wines from Paladina?
0: We do Prosecco, and uh, we we have both uh, Prosecco vineyards, and we have a collaboration with uh, other wineries uh, in uh, the Conegliano Valdebiaden area. But we bottle all the Prosecco, so it's a uh, Prosecco DOC.
1: Right. Yeah. Do you see the Prosecco boom coming to an end, or are people still going crazy for Prosecco? Are you confident that that I market will last? I think they are
0: still getting crazy for Prosecco, but also from uh, this uh, macro trend, there are a lot of uh, different trends. So people are starting to appreciate uh, also other Kinds of sparkling wine.
1: From the Glara grape or from? uh...
0: Also from uh, different kinds of grapes. Like uh, they get to know Prosecco, and then maybe they want to look uh, for other, or maybe more important sparkling wines, uh, as could be Franciacorta. Did you make
1: Did you make a Franciacorta?
0: Yeah, we make.
1: Go on then. <laughs> yeah, yeah we you're gonna get
0: there then, uh, <laughs> in Castello Bonomi, and uh, we have also been awarded as uh, the best uh, winery in Lombardy from uh, the Somalia, Italian Sommelier Association in 2017.
1: Right. So, which winery is the is the Franciacorta made at Castello Bonomi? So yeah. that and those are your own vineyards, are they? yeah okay. yeah
0: we have uh, 24 actors
1: so what's the main blend there is it the Chardonnay, and, Chardonnay Pino? and
0: Pinot Noir yeah
1: and it's made like a champagne traditional yeah, method yeah
0: yeah with the uh, with the classic method
1: so yeah. what's the difference in the market for a classic method champagne style Italian wine and Prosecco is it completely separate markets uh, well
0: Franciacorta is not uh, already so known uh, in the international markets but it's uh, really really well known and it's really growing in Italy and also in uh, some other markets like nearer, like uh, Switzerland or Germany, and also it's really really appreciated in uh, Japan. Right. Maybe because we have, they have a culture really similar to ours uh, in uh, drinking, eating, and these kind of things, so they're uh, more educated to this kind of product.
1: What about climate change in uh, Franciacorta and also where you are in the Veneto?
0: In uh, Franciacorta this year we started uh, harvesting in the earlier th- days of August, uh, and also so in Veneto region uh, we started uh, 10 days before the, the year before
1: so that's 2017 we're yeah. it's a very hot year yeah now what about um, Castelvecchi yeah Castelvecchi where's that
0: it's uh, in Chianti Classico in Radden Chianti so
1: that's quite a high area isn't it yeah uh,
0: in fact all our vineyards are between 500 and 600 metres high and the soil and the soil uh, it's made of uh, Galestro so it's a really mineral and uh, quite dry also this year it was uh, really dry so we have uh, it was really costly to to water a lot and uh, we also had to do multiple uh, vine- multiple uh, harvests to get uh, all the grapes at the best uh, level okay yeah.
1: so whilst other Chianti Classico produces this why is Chianti Classico so undervalued by the market?
0: Maybe because uh, people have to be more educated uh, between the distinction of Chianti and uh, Chianti Classico. And uh, many people know Chianti but doesn't know Chianti Classico. And so uh, you really have uh, to do a lot of work on, on this. So
1: they're confused. they don't know the diff- that there is a difference between the two. Would it not make sense just to call everything Chianti? And the, the good wines, would like Bordeaux, the good Bordeaux sell for a lot of money and the not quite so good Bordeaux sell for less money. that make things easier?
0: It's, uh... I'm a
1: big fan of Chianti, by the way. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. You know, then you have like <laughs> I think there are 19 types of Chianti that you can yeah, buy. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, there
0: are really a lot of types of Chiantis. And uh, maybe because the Chianti Classico has also stricter rules for the production and everything. And uh, it has also particular characteristic of uh, acidity and of uh, uh, strength of the product.
1: Because the vineyards in Chianti Classico tend to be a little bit higher up than they are in the Chianti region. Especially in
0: the uh, Radden Chianti zone. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, and what about Yves? Il Borgo di Vescine. Where is that? Il Borgo di Vecine. Il Borgo
0: di Vescine is also in uh, Raddenchianti. It's a relay we bought uh, near to our winery.
1: So when you say relay, you mean like a hotel restaurant?
0: Yeah, a hotel. It was uh, an old hamlet, a medieval hamlet that was uh, restored. And uh, and now there are like, uh, it's a um, big hotel with uh, many small houses that host uh, like uh, three or four apartments. Okay, the Casa
1: Colonica. Yeah. Okay. So and let's talk about Ag. Agricanto. Yeah. What is Agricanto?
0: Agricanto. It's a liqueur we made. Uh, we make in uh, Paladina uh, with uh, Raboso grape, almond, uh, and uh, cherry.
1: Okay. How do you make that? It's not like a cake, is it? It's a drink. It's a drink.
0: Yeah. What, how do you make it? Yeah. Then? It's uh, a liquor made a uh, with uh, an infusion at cold uh, and made with a uh, really young uh, Raboso. Red wine. Red wine. Yeah. So then you add some herbs to uh, really you. typical of the territory. Mm-hmm. Not herbs, but uh, cherry and uh, almond.
1: Okay. So yeah. they infuse. And also grappa. Do you have your own? You make your own grappa as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, we make our own grappa. So
1: yeah. how much? So if we have a liter of infused young rebozo red wine with some flavorings, the cherries, is it? How much spirit do you put in, in milliliters, for every liter of uh, the red um, wine? How many milliliters of spirit do you put in?
0: So yeah, the wine would be fifty percent of uh, of the whole, and uh, we have grappa for three five percent.
1: The almonds, you don't just put whole; you crush them. No, no, or? no.
0: It's uh, a juice. Yeah. Oh ah, really? Yeah, a sort of juice also for the cherry okay yeah
1: so and do you make that in a barrel or big vats or, or steel tanks how do you do it
0: in steel tanks yeah. okay
1: and then does it age in barrel
0: uh, no it doesn't age in barrel
1: so yeah. between getting the rebozo base wine and putting the bottle on the market how what's the period of time between the two
0: okay yeah it's uh, about uh, 40 days so
1: that's quite quick isn't it yeah, yeah. So it's good for cash flow yeah <laughs>
0: and then uh, it does other, uh, another period of aging in bottle yeah. right
1: and what yeah. do you drink that with what's a good dish to drink it with is it like a uh, normal food well, or is it just you,
0: or you can just uh, drink it like uh, on ice aperitivo yeah or uh, also we, we do a cocktail with uh, Robozo so you put uh, Agricanto and then uh, just more? The more red wine more Robozo yeah I mean. more Robozo poor
1: old Robozo it's just getting dumped <laughs> on everything it hasn't got any friends
0: <laughs> otherwise you just uh, pour it on uh, ice cream or or a lot of uh, like a chocolate uh, dishes and these kind of things, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, sounds great. So, you have everything you have a uh, classic red Chianti Classico, you have a uh, traditional method sparkling wine Francia Corta, and you have a uh, simpler Charmat method sparkling wine in Prosecco. Is that right? Yeah, so you've got all the bases covered. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and you also make a, a liqueur. You also make a liqueur called uh, I was going to call it Agrigento, which is a, uh, which is a <laughs> <No>. province <laughs> in Sicily, but it's yeah. Agricanto. Agricanto, yeah. Agri- <laughs> agricanto means uh, like singing. Sing singing farm or singing yeah, field yeah, yeah. Who, who, who chose that name Agri-canto.
0: Uh I think my grandfather did yeah, yeah so he'd, yeah. he'd
1: had several glasses of Agriganto when he, <laughs> yeah. he dreamed up the name right <laughs> yeah okay Francesca Paladin thank you for coming in today to talk about Casa Paladin your family winery in the Veneto and of course your other wineries in Lombardy and Tuscany that was the Italian Wine Podcast
0: follow us at Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook